and thank you for joining in to listen to the Systematic Podcast. My name is Alicia. And I'm Priya. And we really hope that you are healthy, keeping well and staying safe. If you are new to this podcast series, a warm welcome to you all. We really hope you find value and gain something from listening to us. The Systematic Podcast is about us two sisters sharing active and systematic approaches on how to align your mindset to add growth into your life. This podcast is for those who are looking to develop themselves, develop and improve their softer skill set and also their mindset, allowing them to flourish as a whole. In today's episode, Alicia and I, we are going to be discussing a topic which it's going, to be, it's going to be very interesting. It's really on how to manage stress better. And we all know at this current moment, we're obviously going through a worldwide challenge. And you, are, if you're experiencing stress, you are definitely not alone. Because right now, pretty much everyone in the world is struggling with some form of stress. And this literally could be in different degrees and depending on the individual. But we wanted to kind of go back to basics and understand what is stress. We all know what it feels like, but what does it actually mean? You know, when Alicia, when you say, oh, this is stressful, or I'm really stressed out right now. We are normally referring to situations or events that put pressure on us or our current reaction to be to actually being placed under pressure in the first place. So we want to be able to help you learn how to better manage your stress. And we're not stress you know, experts. <laughs> we both do get stressed out, but we want to share some tri- uh, tips that we actually embed into our life to make things a lot easier. So it could be managing external factors as well as managing internal factors. And like everything around us, we, Alicia and I, we genuinely believe that what work you do inside will be portrayed outside. So being under pressure is a normal part of life and the goal is really not to be stress-free but be the type of person that can adapt in the face of challenging circumstances and actually face those challenging circumstances whilst maintaining a stable mental well-being and stress can help you take action so it can be a little bit positive and you can feel more energized and get results but it can often become overwhelming and that's when it can be difficult so yes definitely and it's true stress can actually be positive a lot of research has shown that stress can be positive by actually making you more alert and helping you to perform better in particular situations but that's only in small amounts and I think that goes across the board you know certain things are good for us but in the right amount you know so stress can be found found to be beneficial if it's short-lived obviously not long-term stress because something that's more excessive and prolonged can contribute to illnesses and mental health problems and you know, things that a lot of people are facing right now, which is anxiety and depression. So stress can cause both mental and physical health problems. I think most of the time people do relay it back to more mental um, issues, but it does affect you physically as well. And signs of stress on a physical basis is tiredness because you've got a lack of sleep and I guess that's because you've just got so much on your mind so many things to do that because you're not sleeping properly it's resulting in tiredness and that then leads on to having headaches because you're not sleeping well or you may not be eating and filling in that nutritional value from your food 
And that's what leads to headaches. I know for me, I always get headaches if I haven't eaten or slept properly. But anxiety is what actually causes our body to release fight or flight hormones, which are cortisol and adrenaline. And those stress levels that increase can also increase those levels, which in the long term aren't really good for us. But Thinking about stress in a a different way is also when we're exercising. We're actually putting physical stress onto our bodies. It's not just stress (laughs) caused by something negative. Even something positive like exercise can cause it and release free radicals into the body. But, you know, being stressed out can give you panic attacks. You can cause some tension in your muscles, give you sore eyes and also raise your blood pressure. So that's the physical signs of stress. Mentally, it's slightly a bit different. You know, you can become a bit more irritable and aggressive. And I think the most common one, which I know I've experienced as well, you get impatient. You're like, you know, why isn't this working right? Why is it taking so long to do this? And you start flustering around. And that can lead to you feeling a lot more anxious, nervous and afraid and those sort of racing thoughts that go on in your mind where you can't mentally switch off. And that leads to a lot of things like finding it hard to make the right decision, constantly worrying about things, maybe snapping at people where you don't really mean it, but because of that lack of sleep, lack of food, that racing mind, you end up snapping at someone and it just causes you to become restless and it's really difficult to concentrate So the causes of stress. Now, at least you've gone over some good examples in terms of the physical and mental signs that we may have. But there's so much that can cause stress. It could even be something positive, but being under pressure, facing a big challenge, which may be a positive challenge, but it's putting stress onto us mentally. Um, Times of uncertainty, which is right now. But I genuinely Mm -hmm. feel that uncertainty is the only constant in our life. But in this current period that we're in, it is the um, emphasis on, on, on the restrictions and, and things like that, which causes uncertainty. Worrying about something, which may be regarding your home, uh, your finances, the debt you may have, that could be a consistent concern. And that will be not just a, a stress that's a lot more ongoing. And especially if you're uh, experiencing overwhelming responsibilities. So this may be family related or any of that kind of sort or also certain situation and events linked into our relationships so bereavement or even something positive like getting married or moving home or or even becoming a parent can lead to stress so these could be the couple of causes but this in genuinely speaking it could be anything that triggers stress for you you know we're all different we're very individual you know stress something that's stressful for me maybe a walk in the park for you that's true and vice versa yeah and I think the main thing to really get started with managing your stress is actually identifying what are your stresses what are those triggers what is causing that you need to really sort of take it back to the the basics and have a sort of sit down with yourself and be like, okay, what am I stressing about? What is causing stress in my life? And what's the best way to do that? So I personally feel a stress journal is a lovely um, thing or a practice personally to adopt. We've covered journaling, we've covered a a lot of those concepts before, but a stress journal is literally 
in its the you know the answers in the word itself so it's about your stresses so like alicia said it can identify any regular stresses so it's really drilling down on a daily basis what you're going through because you might be stressful about one stressed out about one thing today and you may not notice you're actually stressed about it every day or it could be something that you could um, actually have a solution for but because you're it's more emotional and you're not thinking about it logically Mm -hmm. it can get quite ignored so each time you feel stressed you should keep a track of it in your journal or use there are stress um, trackers on your phone so there are apps available but keeping a daily log will enable you to literally spot your own patterns and you can do your own reflection you don't really need to um, you can dig deep rather than going external so the key things you're going to be writing down is what caused your stress now sometimes you may not even know what has caused it but make a guess have have a little bit of a thought around that how has it made how has it made you feel both physically and emotionally so i mean i want to give an example but it could be um a stress from work your manager said they wanted a piece of document all sorted out by friday but now he's pushed it and asked for it earlier he wants it all done by tuesday but you were planning for it to be completed by friday this has caused some stress there's you've had other commitments other projects to work on so you can see you can really sit down with yourself and see how do i feel physically you can go you know what i'm feeling a bit restless i'm i'm being a bit snappy at other projects and other project leads emotionally i'm just feeling like i'm feeling really overwhelmed how did you act in response? So you probably just said yes to your manager. Like, yeah, no problem. Walk in the yeah. park. I'm like, I'm working from home. I can do this. But how, write that down because that is actually a form of reflection that you can do on yourself. And also, how else did you act throughout the day? And what did you do to make yourself feel better? Now, this is the hard bit, but yeah. you actually <laughs> may have done something unknowingly, which has boosted your mood. But this is now you stepping back in hindsight and thinking, you know what, my manager did call me about that. But I actually spoke to a colleague and I actually seeked out their guidance and I put a bit of a plan together and I can get the project, you know, the document that needed to be sorted. I can get it all done by Tuesday morning and literally get it checked by someone on Monday evening. So you've actually made yourself feel better but in the moment, it must have been a very stressful moment. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a flavour. It is a bit of a, an exercise that you might find difficult. But if you are genuinely feeling like you are a lot more stressed than normal, and this is something that you've noticed in this current period about yourself, or you may not even notice it, you just thought, you know, I just want to try this stress journal concept. It's something that you need to just act on and see how it goes. So yes, now we're going to move on to the four A's, uh, which is a lovely strategy, which I've done some research on, and I've actually got it from the help guide. It's an online website, which just gives fantastic tips. I mean, I was blown away by the content and I have checked it before and found it very useful. Yes, it was definitely very useful. And what they do is they cover the four A's, avoid alter, adapt and accept. And this is all from such a really good help guide. They have a lot of other things as well. So let's get kickstarted with the first point. So the first one is avoid unnecessary stress. So it's not healthy 
to avoid a stressful situation that needs to be addressed. This yeah. is like a disclaimer. But you may be surprised by the number of stresses in your life that you can just fully eliminate and put to the side. So the first one is learn how to say no. And in my example, with the challenge with the document that needed to be submitted in earlier, sometimes you need to know your limits and stick to them and actually say, not really say no, but challenge back sometimes on pressures that have been adding on to your life by yeah. people, even if there are of you know severe influence, but also you standing your ground. So maybe professionally or personally, taking on more than you can actually physically handle yourself is a recipe for disaster. So you must be able to distinguish between what you should do and also what you must do. And you can also just take the no as actually not the opportunity for you right now and actually just take it as a full statement so it's no with a full stop it's not no but i'll try and get it done by tuesday yeah or no i'll I'll rearrange just really stand your ground i think that's so important number two is avoid people who stress you out i love this one yeah now this is if someone consistently causes stress in your life you pick up that phone call and you're like you know what i should never dial that number (laughs) You need to limit the amount of time you spend with that person or end that particular relationship. So it's difficult because right now we are living the Zoom life and we're very much virtual, we're online, but someone can still cause you stress, Yeah, you know, virtually. And we need to eliminate that because our life is more than, uh, we need to control what we can internally and why add an extra pressure externally. Also taking control of your environment. I love the word environment at the moment because Alicia and I have had a lot of discussions. We actually feel that the environment is so important. So example, the news. And this is something that is important to me. If the news is adding anxiety to me, turn turn it off. Turn it off, yeah. If, if for example, in the, in the real world, the traffic makes you tense, choose to travel earlier or choose a route that avoids a lot of traffic. If particularly going to do a particular chore causes stress, like right now, doing online shopping is so much easier than going maybe physically in the supermarket because of the added stress. Do the right things to help yourself. And also go through your to-do list, get in, get on top of your key tasks and responsibilities because then you could evaluate if you've got too much on your plate, you need to start delegating, you need to start dropping tasks and eliminating and doing all that good stuff that we spoke about in the productivity podcast series. So now the next one is... Alter the situation. Yeah. So if you can't avoid a stressful situation, you know, you can't really get rid of it, then you need to try to alter it. And often this involves changing the way we think around it. I think the first thing is to alter our mindset around what we believe that stress is and what it's going to do in terms of impacting us. But one way you can do that is by communicating that and expressing your feelings instead of bottling them up. Now, if someone or something is bothering you, you wanna try to be a little bit more assertive and communicate your concerns in a more open and respectful way. So say, for example, you've got an exam to study and you have a chatty roommate that you know just got home from being a key worker or you know they're they're there um being chatty and you need that space to to study you know say it sort of up front and be like you know what I only have 5 minutes to talk then I've got to go back to doing this or you know can you 
be a little bit quieter or not watch TV here, depending on you know what your space and environment's like. But voice out your feelings and don't let that resentment build up because that's going to increase your stress as well. The second thing is being willing to compromise. You know, when someone asks you to um, change their behavior, be, will, be willing to do the same and adapt to the situation. And that's what altering means. And I think that's, like I said, it starts down with the mindset. Alter your mindset and then your behavior will sort of follow yeah. through with that. But, you know, if it's a two-way thing and you're both willing to compromise a bit, then you'll have a good chance of finding that happy middle ground. So, you know, if they're willing to do something, you should be willing to co compromise as well. And thirdly, creating a balanced schedule. Now, all work and no play is just burnout. And I'm sure everyone's experienced it where we're just consi consistently just at it and we don't get that time to recharge. And that's where we feel that burnout. Yeah. Now, we want to try to find that balance between work and family you know, indoor social activities and all those things and those daily responsibilities that we have. But we need to give ourselves that downtime, whether it's, you know, a certain ritual that you want to do. And I know we've covered this as well. So do check out our previous episodes, but create that schedule so that your man, it will really help you manage your stress a lot better. Now, the next one is adapt to the stressor. So if you can't change it, change yourself yeah that's, that's really, really strong yeah and it's very a, a, a tough one to take in because us adapting to stressful situations you can also regain a sense of control by changing your expectations and your total attitude now adapt is, is a word that really sums up 2020 for me because we adapted in so many different ways yeah. i mean the big stress we know what the big the big stress for us is at the moment but we have to reframe our problems, really just restructure them in our head. So you can look at something that's really stressful, but put a more of a positive perspective on it. I yeah. know this is so like cliche in a way, but it's looking at example now we're able to go out and do your favorite, um, well, well, maybe not your favorite chore, but you're doing some food shopping, you're doing your grocery shopping, because at the moment, that's what we're only allowed to do. Yeah. But you may have picked out that a recipe that you used to go to your favorite restaurant with, and you, so you always get that particular dish, but now you're going to recreate it at home. So you, when you're going shopping, yes, you're going to be safe, you're going to do what you need to do, but you've also got an excitement around the purpose of yeah. what you're doing and it's now it's little things like that which can add a bit of a spin on things so the same challenge that you see up front has just got a different addition that makes it a bit more exciting yeah and also looking at the bigger picture so sometimes something may seem very very stressful but my favorite question is will this stress factor be prominent in my life five years from now you know five minutes versus its value in five years time exactly and it, it, if, if five years are just too far ahead for you and you don't think long term and you're taking it step by step yeah. just say you know what will this be important to me next year 2022 or in the next month make it real for you because sometimes people are like i don't know what i'll be doing in five years time and it can be a bit far-fetched but the idea is is actually understanding what you're getting worked up over and what you're getting upset over is it really worth the energy 
So I look at stress holistically as more energy. And I always think that if I'm exerting this negative energy inside me, yeah. it's actually going to be harming me. You know when they always say when you're angry at someone, you're actually hurting oh, yourself yeah. more. And I always never understood that. And I thought, what is what is all of that about? Yeah. But when you really look into it, that stress is, is harmful for your body and your peace of mind. And even if you are feeling stressed, it's okay. Let it be short-lived. And then let's move on to the next feeling or, or emotion. The next one is um, adjust your standards. So I like this one because sometimes, like even for myself, I'm very much a perfectionist, but this can actually just cause unnecessary stress. So the way I needed to adapt is actually putting, stop putting such high pressures on myself and demanding perfection for myself. So you also got to set reasonable, achievable standards. So, you know, you can have that okay ground rather yeah. than being a superficial human every day. You know, it's just not possible. So... I've adapted my expectations from myself as well. So if I'm having a day where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take it a little bit more easy, that's me adapting to my um, feelings and emotions a lot more than just being a high-functioning human being. And the fourth point is just practice gratitude because when you're adapting and you're changing yourself, you want to keep your stress levels down. So just thinking about all the great things in life really does yeah, make you, it does. really grounds you. And, I, and I've done this just recently today. There's so much going on in the world and people's circumstances have changed. But I know that I have a lot to be grateful for. And I'm just so blessed. And that is enough to make you actually feel a lot calmer. Yeah. And it can just flip flip um, stress on its, on its other side and feel even better. What's the last one? Yeah, Leesh? and um, do check out our gratitude episode yeah. as well. We, we go into a lot more detail about what's the best way to practice and how you can really start with a journal. But the fourth A that they cover is accepting the things that you can't change. Now, some sources of stress are just unavoidable and they're not in our control. So we can't really do much about it, like particularly the situation that we're in. It's not in our control at all. We can't prevent or change those stresses such as, you know, the death of a loved one, a serious illness, a national recession. So in such cases, the best way to cope with stress is actually to accept things as they are. Now, people may find this a difficult thing to do, but in the long run, it's just so much more easier because you're instead of railing against a situation you can't change, you're just making your peace with it. So the best way to, to do that is don't try to control the uncontrollable. And I know it's easier said than done, but there are a lot of things in our life that are beyond our control. And a lot of that is also the behavior of other people. So rather than stressing out over, oh, no, this person said this, so this is the way someone responded to me, my partner said this, for example, we need to sort of focus on the things that we can control. And the way we do that is how we react. How are we reacting to these problems? Are we going to take the negative route or are we going to take the positive route? And that leads me on to looking for the upside, looking for the positive. I don't know Priya's already mentioned it, but when we're facing major challenges, try to look at the opportunities for personal growth. You know, if, if your own poor choices have contributed to a stressful situation, then reflect on them and learn from your mistakes. Another thing which is really important is to learn to forgive. 
we need, we need to accept the fact that we live in an imperfect world and that people make mistakes. You know, we got to let go of that anger and resentment. And like you said, that energy is what actually stresses us and it drains drains our personal energy. So you want to free yourself from that. And the best way to do it is by forgiving and, and just moving on. Lastly, share your feelings. And I think this goes back to the first point as well, but express what you're going through. And even if there's nothing that you can do, just by sharing your feelings with someone else, you can actually lower your stress levels because they may be going through the same thing. So you may be like, okay, this person is, maybe we can work on it together. So that will really lower your stress levels there. And, you know, even if there's nothing that you can do to actually alter the, the stressful situation, but talking to someone that you trust or maybe speaking to a therapist, whatever it may be, will really help you manage your stress a lot better. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely don't be afraid to reach out because yeah. sometimes talking to a friend or a loved one will not give you what, what you need. Actually going to a professional will give you so much more of an outlook. And I really feel that we need to break down the stigma behind getting a therapist or seeking help externally. Yeah. Because I genuinely feel that everyone should have a therapist. Everyone should have someone that they can go to who's a third person, doesn't know your friends, doesn't know your family, doesn't even know you that well, yeah. but can give you support and guidance and can give you the support that you need rather than people that care about you will just give give their opinions yeah or give you support because they just want you to just get over this hurdle but you actually may need some deeper work so never we should always be in a position where we're uplifting people and i just wanted to add that in because it's just so important just because someone's seeking a therapist doesn't mean it's a a big deal it should i think it should just be the standard yeah and that's that's the world we should be living in and now the last thing we're going to cover is one of my favorite bits from the help guide was using your senses to release stress now i love this holistic view because we're going to first go with our vision so what we actually see our sight how can we reduce stress visually First one is looking at that beautiful family photo you may have Mm -hmm. or the picture of your kids or or any happy moment. It can just, I know I feel great when I look at old pictures. I'm that type of person who's, I've got a phone um, that can go back up to like 2017. So I can look at all of those photos. It really does make me feel great. And using plants and flowers around the house. Like I I know Alicia and I's um, office space is full of flowers and plants plants. and greenery it's really really nice but it makes me feel really alive and i hope alicia feels the same Yeah, definitely enjoy the beauty of nature the garden your park or your own backyard just that simple bit of outside freshness and hopefully you have a beautiful garden and a beautiful view if not create it and surround yourself with colours that could really excite you. So even for Alicia and I, our favourite is just simplicity. So we like a lot of white with other complementing colours. But we know we feel a certain way with, yeah, with colours. I think colours are powerful. And also just close your eyes and picture a place that can make you feel very peaceful and, and excited. So this is can be looking through the, your mind's eye as well. So yeah. both ends true next sense we have is smell so this one is really nice if you're someone who's into candles which we really are but light a scented candle and maybe burn some incense and that can calm calm your senses and then calm your mind so you can also experiment with different essential oils i know those 
think it's like a little dehumidifier thing that you can yeah. put and you can add oils to it and it really calms and, and gives you a nice working environment. Smell the roses or the flowers that you have um, in your vision as well. And also enjoying that clean, fresh air when you get to go outdoors. So, you know, whether you're going for a walk or you're stepping outside into the garden, going for a run, but you've got that, that fresh air coming in. Another great way is actually spritzing on your favorite perfume or cologne and that could calm you down too because you, you know that as a warm scent and something that you recognize. And the next is touch. So wrap yourself in that warm blanket, <laughs> especially because we are in January right now. Yeah. And if you have a dog or cat, so this is optional because you may not have an animal to pet or you can just be that person who <laughs> randomly pets others, other people's animals but yeah that can be very soothing as well i've heard uh, that it does help with people with Stress, that, ha that yeah. have depression as well it's just having um something to sort of cuddle up to really and that's some that could be a yeah. comforting object as well as a, a pet yeah definitely and give yourself a hand or neck massage so this is i i, I think hand massages are really nice because we are typing away and we're living yeah. And also our back, we're always sitting at our computers. So you can actually give yourself a good neck massage or get a, yeah. get a loved one to do that for you. And also wear clothing that feels very soft against your tender skin. It's, um, it's nice. Everyone knows that when you're wearing that lovely jumper that just feels great against your skin, it's nothing like it. And it can make you feel really good. And yeah. also sometimes just wearing the clothes that you love can aid with just feeling good as well so it can reduce stress yeah definitely the next sense is taste now slowly savoring a favorite treat can actually be very relaxing but mindless eating will obviously add to your stress and your waistline so obviously the key is to indulge your sense of taste mindfully and in moderation so don't go crazy and just you know, whole eat a whole, eat a whole cake. But you know, you can chew some sugarless gum. You could indulge in a small piece of dark chocolate. You know, dark as it's a lot more healthier. You could be drinking a, a cup of coffee, tea, a refreshing cold drink. You could be e eating a perfect piece of fruit or enjoying a healthy and crunchy snack. snack yeah. So all of those will really, um, you know, hit your taste buds, but allow you to take the time out and enjoy that really small moment yeah that, that does sound lovely and the last one is sound so what we hear now this is a really good tip and i know a lot of people have crazy playlists on their um kind of streaming accounts but just look into creating a playlist dedicated to when you are feeling a bit anxious stressed etc listening to any calming music you can go on youtube and just type yeah. in calm music and you'll get what you need yeah and just tuning into the general sounds of like for me I love hearing the sounds of waves and also like rain I like the yeah, sound I of like rain. the sound of rain um also birds singing or bird noises in the morning but you can also find these on YouTube and other um streaming accounts so you can it's not like you need to be sitting at a beach right now to hear <laughs> crashing waves you can just exactly. hear it on on different several apps etc and I like this one it's actually buying like a small fountain so you can hear the sound of soothing running water in your home or in your office space so yeah make sure this doesn't um sound horrible to you because some people don't like the sound of like gushing water but if it's if it does um, yeah. make you feel calmer 
and hang wind chimes near an, a window space if you do have that around you that you can hear that's bit yeah. of or even just open the window and hear the sounds of things outside whether it's cars driving past depending where you live if it may be a little bit busy yeah. that sound of thing that there's other things out in the world instead of just silence will also help us too yeah so i really like the way we've covered off those senses because yeah. now we're actually looking at what are our key receptors and how we can input and add a bit of positivity to ourselves. Yeah, so we're just going to summarize those four A's. Definitely check out the help guide. Um, I believe their website is just www.helpguide.org and you can find a lot more information about these four A's, but they are avoid unnecessary stress, alter the situation, adapt to the stressor and accept the things that you can't change. So I hope you guys have learnt a lot around how you could manage stress in work, life, family, anything really. And we really wanted to give you an actual set of tools so you can help manage yourself when you're at your worst. And that could be in a stressful situation. So give yourself the time to work on yourself. And the key really for me is never to give up. You know, sometimes it could feel like the end of the world, but you know what, you can learn so much from your own ups and downs. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please, please do leave us a review and share with anyone else who you feel could benefit to listening to this particular episode. And also do let us know what topics you would like us to cover and talk about and share in the future. You know, feel free to connect with us on the well-known platform of Instagram. We are at systematic underscore. So take care of yourself. We look forward to speaking to you um, again on our next episode. And bye for now and take care. Yep. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.